0: You are listening to episode 90 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where I lay out my path to make 100K. You ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. Hello, confident coach. I am so excited that you are here right now because I am getting ready to drop so much fabulousness, comma. Just be prepared to hold on to your head so that it doesn't explode. All right. So 100%. Take all of this in if you need to, but you're going to want a notebook and a pen. All right. Because. I made a huge announcement over the past couple of weeks in my communities, and this is the first chance I'm getting a chance to tell you guys, and that is that Confident Coaches Mastermind, which if this is your first episode ever listening to me, or if you've been hiding under a rock, <laughs> Confident Coaches Mastermind is the paid program that I have you can listen to my podcast. You can sign up for my emails. You can attend all my free trainings. You can get all my goodness in your inbox and in your ear. But if you want to work with me, at least right now, the only way you can do that is my paid mastermind, Competent Coaches Mastermind or CCM. So it's a six-month long group mastermind for life coaches who have a coaching business meaning they are ready to make as many offers as possible right now and i could not be more excited to let you know that CCM is now introducing the path to 100k Now, this has really been in the works for like three years. Like I've kind of been gestating on this for the past three years. It's been in me. I know this is where this has been heading. I would say that I've been having like Braxton Hicks contractions for about three months now. And I've been in full force active labor for about the past two weeks. So what does this mean that CCM is introducing the path to competence? Essentially, Confidence Coaches is my five steps to creating self-confidence. And if you heard me repeat them over and over on this podcast, you've got to believe on purpose, to be able to embrace discomfort and feel all the feelings, to learn to be your own best mentor and go to yourself for answers. You've got to have your own back when you've made decisions and you fail and you fall on your face sometimes, and then how to evaluate and test and keep going. These are the backbone steps of confidence. Confidence is believing you can do what you've never done before. Confidence is being okay with you no matter what. And with the program as it's been laid out, I've had clients who've done everything from coming to CCM, having not made any paid offers and not making any posts to leaving the program, actually making offers on a regular basis and having signed their first few paid clients all the way up to clients who leave the program making five-figure months and ultimately finishing out the year pretty damn close to or at or over six figures. There was a success story recently about Barbara who started the first half of our year together having not made very much money to being on track to six figures the second half, and this year she's on track for 200K. And of course, everything in between, right? And the focus has always been feel more confident, sign more clients. But over the past couple of weeks, and you probably heard me talk about this, I introduced a new training called the Mid-Year Power Reboot. And where the reboot came from was me going back to thinking about my first year that I made 100K when I went from $18,000 in 2017 to creating $103,000 in 2018. How did I do that? what transformations did i have to have in order to make that happen what was my path to that first 100k year now those transformations that i had i ultimately created the backbone of confident coaches mastermind but when i created confident coaches i was really focused on the end result of feeling more confident so naturally the signing of clients would follow. And in the reboot training, what happened was I decided to make the focus on signing more clients, not just feeling more confident. So the first thing that I want to note when I went into this training was me asking myself, is it confidence that's more important to them or is it money and clients are more important to them? And I understood possibly for the first time ever that these two things are the same. Like, I think intellectually I got that they were the same, but what would happen is is when somebody else would talk about it, I realized that I was agreeing with them that they were two separate things. I understood this entire time that confidence led to more clients and money, and I've been talking about that recently, right? But really understanding that confidence is money. Confidence is clients. It's not confidence and then money, it's confidence equals money because confidence is the inevitability of whatever you want to create. Confidence is literally whatever you want to create. It's not confidence and then that. Confidence is that. So when a prospective client says to me, confidence is nice, but money is better. And I'm trying to convince her that it's both or one is more important when the actual question to be asking is, what makes you think that there's a difference between those two things? Because there's not. So when I taught my five transformations in the mid-year power reboot, the focus was on getting as many people in the reboot actually signing more clients by the end of the reboot. And by the end, people were signing more clients. There were people were signing clients where they hadn't signed them in months. They were getting more consult calls. They were making more offers than they had made all of this year. And that is why this really is everybody's path to six figures. Confident Coaches Mastermind is the path to 100K. And I know this because it was my path. It was the transformations that I had in that year of 2018. It had me make almost 10 times as much money as I had before. So dear listener, dear coach, if you want to make 100K, Common & Coaches Mastermind is how you're going to do it. And how do I know that? Because it's how I did it. And that is what this podcast episode is all about today. I'm going to share with you my path to 100K. Everybody always asks the question, how did you do it? Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you all right now. See what did I tell you? Like This is, this is going to be one you're going to want to take notes on. You're going to want to listen to it and absorb it and take some notes. So first, right out of the gate, I think it's really important to understand that my path to 100K took about 15 months. And if I'm being very honest, It took four years and 15 months. (laughs) And what I mean by that is it took me four years to understand that confidence was the path. To understand that certifications and business coaches and online courses and trainings and somebody handing me the exact business plan and getting all these trainings on how to be a better coach, that wasn't going to create my 100K business for me. Because the bottom line is, I didn't actually believe I could do it. I didn't have my own back. I hated feeling uncomfortable. I totally didn't trust myself to make decisions. I totally made it mean that I was dumb or didn't know what I was doing when a decision wouldn't work out, right? So it took me four years to understand that confidence was the path to 100K. So once I finally invested in a coach who said, listen, we're going to work on your self-belief and your self-love and your self-worth. I was literally crying by the end of her webinar, contacting her assistant, letting her know that there was something wrong with her payment processor, because I knew this was the work that I needed to do. Because in my heart of hearts, I knew she was right. I knew it wasn't more how than I needed. What I needed to believe was that I could actually do it. Again, confidence is believing you can do what you've never done. Once I made that commitment to myself... It took about 15 months for me to create my first six-figure year. And I say it took about 15 months because I really had to work on that belief part. And I didn't start seeing fabulous, amazing results. I didn't start seeing 5K months until like six to seven months into the coaching. And then it just kept coming. So the number one thing that I want to share about your path to 100K is that you can be on the path to 100K, but not really start moving forward for as long as it takes. Like It took me four years to really start moving forward on the path. For someone else, it might only take them a month. They might hit the trail running at full speed right out of the gate. I think it's really important to understand that the amount of time that it takes you to get that momentum going is irrelevant. It takes as long as it takes you to realize that confidence is your way. And some people are just born with a more natural sense of confidence. Fabulous, amazing. Guess what? That wasn't me, right? So the fact that it took me four years doesn't have to be a problem. That's how long it took me to realize that confidence was my path. Beating myself up for it certainly wasn't gonna get me moving on the path, and it's not gonna get you moving on the path either. So it takes you a month, six months, or a year four years like me maybe if it's even 10 years or more realize that you were on the path right now and confidence is the direction that you're heading to actually hit 100k so now that we have that out of the way what were my steps on the path to 100k so I'm going to give you five steps and I'm going to kind of combine the first two when I say this I had to realize that there were no rules and there is no judgment And what I mean by that is that literally every thought in my head was a lie. (laughs) You you see the parallel here to creating self-confidence? What are you believing that you don't have to believe? What do you want to believe instead? Yeah, it's made up rules and fake judgment. So first, what rules am I following? I had a lot of rules about what was allowed and what wasn't allowed. What was okay for a 40-something-year-old mom to share with the world? How much money was I actually allowed to make as a woman and as a woman who'd been a stay-home mom for 10 years? The rules I had about business owners needed to be more organized and professional than I was. They needed to plan their day a certain way. They needed to act a certain way. And they probably certainly could not say fuck on their podcast. All the rules i had about a smart way to spend your money and what's not a smart way to spend your money in investing and carrying debt and paying for things that were needed in order to run the business. A lot of rules about what counted as experience and what didn't count as experience. And did I need degrees and certifications? There are a lot of rules about the back end of my business, the technology you need to be able to know about, the systems you need to have in place, equipment, even down to what an appropriate office setting would be. Rules I had about being a mom and being a CEO of her own business, the time that running a business takes, the hustle and the grind kind of mentality that we hear all about, that whole work hard, play hard. That right there could be a whole podcast, by the way. I am very anti-work hard, play hard. That phrase really like Gets my skin itchy, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But the rules that we have in society about a mom who spends time on her business instead of time with her children, rules that we have about a woman's obligation to society, rules that we just have about money. I am telling you, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a million times. Our money stories, our money rules have a huge impact on whether or not we believe we can make hundred K. And I'm sure that there are a lot of rules you've got going on in your head too. We discovered so many of them in the Mid-Year Power Reboot. But here's the interesting thing about rules. They're all made up. All a rule is, is a thought that someone had that they declared to be true, and then a whole bunch of people co-signed on it. But a rule is still just someone else's thought. Now, we do like some rules. We like the rules of don't murder other people, right? <laughs> like there, there are rules. Now, But I want to offer that it's really just a thought that it's bad to murder another human being, but it's just one that we tend to all agree with. So it's not that rules are bad. It's just what are the rules you are following? Do you like them? Do you want to continue following them? Because you have a choice whether you want to follow them or not. And then that leads to the second step, the second half of that statement, which is about judgment, because I might be able to get on board that I don't need to follow certain rules anymore, but other people aren't going to be on board with that. And then what are they going to think about me, right? Like you might decide that it's okay, that you don't have to follow all these rules. You've been following all of this time, but other people are going to think that you should still be following those rules. And then you're going to think this is a bad thing. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to get this person upset. I don't want to upset my family. I don't want to upset my peers. I don't want to upset my friends. I don't want to upset society at large, whatever that might be. But what if there is no judgment? This is really going to rock some brains. Like if the fact that there are are no rules doesn't rock your brain, the fact that there's no judgment really, really hurts. But what I want to offer you is that people cannot actually judge you. And I have said this a million times and how many people go, oh, no, they can. I just don't let it bother me. And I'm like, no, they actually can't judge you unless you are a legal judge in a court of law and that's your job description. And then you can technically lay down a judgment against someone. But that's not what we're talking about, right? What I want to offer you is that people can say things about you. They can have thoughts and feelings about you, but that's not judging you. They're just having a thought and a feeling about you. You're the one that gets to decide whether or not you feel judged. Because in the coaching tool that I use called the model, judgment is a feeling. And that goes on the F line. And where do your feelings come from? Your feelings come from how you think, not what somebody else says. So you feeling judged doesn't come from them saying that. You feeling judged comes from what you think about them saying that. Like people can call me out on certain aspects of my parenting and I will never feel judged because I just don't even agree with them. They're just mistaken. They're just wrong. I'm an amazing fucking parent. Are you serious? (laughs) Now, a lot of people might have thoughts and feelings about me and the common language is to say they're judging me, but we just need to change that language. I also want to offer that this is only about one time out of 10 of what we think people will think. Almost oh, it's only about 10% of the time that people are actually saying those things to us. 90% of the judgment you're trying to avoid is your own thought about yourself. You really are only intellectually understanding you don't have to follow that rule, but you're not emotionally following up with that. So nine times out of 10, the judgment you're trying to avoid is your own. Now, to be clear, there are no rules and there is no judgment. This isn't your permission to just be an outright asshole like, there's no rules. There's no judgment. You can't think anything negative about me. I don't care. That's not what there are no rules and no judgment about. What I want to offer you is that instead of judgment, what would it look like to feel grace or love or compassion on that feeling line? If you do that, it's impossible for you to be an asshole. I actually want to offer you that the assholes and the dickheads of everybody are actually feeling judgment and their action line is to try to react to that judgment. If you're feeling love or grace or compassion, you can't be a dickhead. It's impossible. The two things are not in alignment with one another. There are no rules and there is no judgment is actually very loving and people still get to think whatever they're going to think about you. And yeah, just so you know, discovering what rules you're following that you don't have to and then learning to be okay that people are going to think whatever they're going to think about you, that's about 90% of your coaching work inside of CCM. Absolutely. That's why you hire me to be your coach so that we can go work on all of that. So my path to 100K started with if there are no rules and there is no judgment, which then led to the next question, what do you want to create? What do you want to say? What have you been holding back? Because it went against the rules and you were trying to avoid judgment. What have you hesitated to say? What have you hesitated to stand up for? When you stand up and you say what you really want to say, and you say it really powerfully because you know in your heart that it's true to you, and you're saying it with grace or love or compassion on the feeling line, it's going to attract the people who agree with you, and it's going to repel the people who don't. And this is where you start making decisions about what you want to say, how you want to say it, and which channels that you want to say it through. Because if there are no rules and there is no judgment, you can actually say whatever you powerfully want to say. And then the next step, that fourth step on the path to 100K is all about integrity. And I see integrity as having two parts. The first one of you've decided what you want to say, now let's follow that up with actions you've decided what you want to say, how you're going to say it, what channels you're going to say it in. Now you actually got to do it. You have to implement. And do you trust yourself to do what you say you're going to do? That is integrity. But I also believe that integrity is having your own back when you don't. And this was a huge step on my path to 100K, that making the decisions because there are no rules and there is no judgment, and deciding what I really wanted to say and saying it very powerfully and really building that trust in myself to actually implement and do what I said I was going to do, and then having my own back when I didn't show up, having my own back when I dipped my toe in instead of jumped headfirst like I said I was going to, doing what I said I was going to do and then having compassion for myself when I didn't, probably my personal biggest work. I absolutely needed a coach by my side in order to do that part. Even if you can do the other parts, identify your own rules and judgment and decide what you're going to say, that part is very hard to do on your own because you're too busy beating the shit out of yourself to recognize that you don't have to. (laughs) At least that was my experience of it. And then lastly, on the path to 100K was really continuously owning that God rod. And we talked about this in last week's episode, truly believing you are powerful beyond measure, that there is brilliance and magnificence in you right now because it's literally in every single human being on this planet. It's owning that magnificence. It's becoming comfortable with it. It's learning to lean on it when you're not sure what to do next. It's about getting in tune with it, getting in tune with your intuition so that you are creating the plan Like The business plan part on the path to 100K is going to come from that space. It's going to come from your knowing and your guidance and what you believe in and what really is what you want to create because there is no one way to make 100K in this business. There are multiple ways to do it, but being in tune with that inner God rod and your inner magnificence is how you're going to figure out how you're going to do it. And it's so interesting, a consult call that I just had for CCM just today, the person stated it so magnificently, and she's brilliant because her name is Amy also, when she said, I've got to stop holding on to this gift I have to give. I was like, boom, that is that powerful beyond measure. You have a gift to share with the world. Why are you holding it like crumpled up inside your pocket? (laughs) your power and your brilliance and your magnificence is your gift. It's your inner God rod. It's your indigo beam of light color. It's where all your power comes from. It's truly believing that it's in you and then allowing it to shine. When you're unsure of what to do next, you go to that space and you find your answers. So when I say that CCM is introducing the path to 100K, these are the steps we're deep diving into and then all of the material that's underneath all of that how we dive into those steps how we tap into that magnificence how we uncover the rules how we really learn to process all of the emotions that we've been saying is other people's judgment how you really find what you truly want to say and how you truly follow that up with action this is the work that is waiting for you inside CCM on the path to 100k now when i posted on social media This past week that I was creating this podcast, I invited people to ask me some questions about my path to 100K. So I want to make sure that I do a short Q&A here. We've gone over what the steps are, what my path looked like, how I got that work. So one of the first questions that I got was like, okay, so how did these steps, like what did that actually look like? Well, what it looked like was me showing up every single week and getting coached. It looked like Huge chunks of time of me spinning out in my head while my coach patiently waited for me to show up. She held the belief for me before I did, right? It really was overcoming my fear of failing in front of other people and what their judgment was. So a huge chunk of that 15 months was me in my head, intellectually understanding these five steps, but emotionally not really feeling them. And then when I was in my power, when I was really in that intuitive space, I would have brilliant ideas and I would share them and I would have these bursts of consult calls and I would have these bursts of signups and then the fear of the rules and the fear of the judgment would come back round again and I'd start to shrink myself a little bit more and then I'd come back up. So I had my first burst. If I signed up with her in October of 2017, I made between October and the end of the year, as much as I had made in the previous nine months. So I immediately started working on it. It did start immediately trickling in, but then after the first of the year, I really didn't do anything until like April. So be really clear. This wasn't a linear path. There were dips and valleys on this path because then in April, I did a big intuitive push where I put something out there and I suddenly made $9,000 in one week. So imagine that i had made $9,000 in nine months and then $9,000 in three months. And then I didn't make jack shit for like three and a half months. And then I went and I made $9,000 in like a week. It blew my mind. So I want to be really clear that my path, it wasn't straight. There were lots of dips and valleys because really understanding that I could get all of this intellectually, but really getting it on a body level and a real knowing level, it took me time. And then after April, I had another dip before June happened. And then in June, it just exploded. So by that point, what is that? October to the following June. Really see, what is that? Seven, eight months? Seven, eight months in? I had my biggest month. I had my first five-figure month. We're talking like it was over $30,000. Like it was huge. And by the end of June, I had made $47,000 or $49,000, which was more than I had ever made in a year as a marketing director. And then here's the thing. Would you think that it just continued to go up? But it didn't. I had another dip. Yes, I had another dip where I went down again and then I came back up again. Like, have you ever seen that graphic of like the journey of an entrepreneur? And it's like up and then down and up and down. You're gradually going up the entire time, but there's a lot of dips. It's 100% what my path looked like. And then by the end of December, like by December 31st, I hit 103, 103. I did it. So that is actually how the application of all of those five steps actually looked financially and like month-wise over the course of 15 months. So you can see how important it was to have that mastermind by my side to help support me along the way. Does it help support me in those months where nothing was happening and nothing was coming in because I was believing the rules and the judgment again? Because I was getting it intellectually, but I wasn't feeling it in my body, right? That's why that having that support by your side is so important. That's what's going to get you through those times where the consults aren't coming and the clients aren't coming. All right. So lastly, what I want to do is I want to do a quick Q&A because when I posted on social media last week that I was creating this podcast, I invited some people to ask me questions about my path before I got a chance to share it. And these are the questions and these are my answers. So the first question I got was about tips and tricks on how to stay consistent. So in your first hundred K year, what are tips and tricks on how to stay consistent? And really here's the brutal truth. It's so much less about tips and tricks on how to stay consistent, and so much more about the thoughts that you have about consistency. What thoughts do you have about all the things you want to do or think you should be doing to build your business? Because I can list out all my action to-dos and not to-dos, but if we aren't addressing what thoughts you have about your belief, it's not going to matter. You can't act your way out of doubt. That fake it till you make it It's a big lie that doesn't really work. You can take action and build your belief at the same time, but you can't act your way out of a pit of doubt. So my tip is to self-coach every single day. Go clean up your brain every single day. You get all kinds of prompts. Sometimes it's Simple. Sometimes it varies from week to week. Sometimes I'll have you do the same prompts every day for a week or a month inside the mastermind. It really depends on what you need to work on. But self-coach every single day. Be in a mastermind of coaches doing the same work. So you are getting outside coaching every single week. And spend a lot of time in GG thinking, which is a concept you've, I've talked about here on the podcast, and it's one that you learn to do inside CCM. And then decide what you want your plan to look like. You get to decide what consistency means. And if focusing on, I have to be consistent, if that shuts you down, then don't worry about consistency. Self-coach, get coaching, use your GG thinking, and then decide what you want to do. You can make a week-long plan. You can make a 24-hour plan. Shit, I don't care if you make a plan one hour at a time. You get to decide. Okay, so then another question I got is, do you have to hustle or can it be easy and fun? I love this question so much because it's really a lot about what we think about time and how much time it takes to create a 100K business. Because I also got a question about how many hours of work on average did I work to get to 100K? So here's what I want to offer you when it comes to time and hustle and easy and fun. It's absolutely true that you're going to have to work to make 100K, but you get to decide how many hours a week you want to work. Understand that somebody who's working 20 hours a week versus somebody who's working 40 hours a week, that 40 hour a week person is probably going to get to 100K faster, but you're both on the path to 100K and you're both moving in a forward motion, right? You do not in any way, shape, or form have to work consistently more than 40 hours a week. And if you are, what I suspect you're actually doing is you're probably spending a lot of time thinking about all of the rules and the judgment that you're trying to follow and that you're trying to avoid. And You're probably spending a ton of time in what you should, should, should be doing. I want to offer you that more of your time should be in the self-coaching and should be in the super thinking and in the thinking state. So you get to decide how many hours you want a week. You get to decide what a balanced life looks like and then self-coach and get coached like crazy on making that the best plan and being okay with the results that you are creating in that amount of time. And if you decide you want more results faster, then let's coach you on how many hours you want to be working. And your ability to make the path to 100K easy and fun, that is 100% all in your thoughts. I've just decided that everything we do, we have fun. Even when I'm failing massively, even when (laughs) I do a training and no one shows up, even when I have a webinar and it falls flat, I can still get to decide whether or not something is easy and fun. There's actually a Jerry Seinfeld quote that a friend of mine, Simone, shared recently, and it was, the work was joyful and difficult and interesting. Oh, what if that was your thought to 100K? What? What if your path to 100K is joyful and difficult and interesting? Problem solving why no one showed up to your webinar might not go under your traditional classification of easy and fun, but you don't have to make it mean that you're a failure. You can make it mean that you're learning and you're growing and every step that you take gets you a little bit closer. I'm always asking myself, no matter what task I'm working on, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this more enjoyable? What is the benefit of this? Why is this important to my business? So even if it's not my most fun task, even if it's not what I'd really love spending my time on, if I can find the reason why it's really important for me to do, it's kind of like when people say they hate paying taxes. And I'm like, well, that must really suck for you because we have to do it. So if it's something that I know I have to do, what if I decided I love paying taxes because I love not being arrested by the IRS? I love not having warrants out for my for me, right? I love driving down an interstate and being like, yep, yeah, I helped pay this. I love when my tax bill's super high, because it means I made a hell of a lot of money, right? So just turning your head on its side about how you think about the tasks that you have and how can you bring joy and fun into your business. Realize that your actions don't create how you feel. How you feel creates how you're going to execute your actions. Another question I got was, how much money did I invest? And so I think it's really important that it's so much less about how much money you're investing, but what you are investing in. So I think this answer is going to surprise a lot of people, because what I will share with you is, And I have to tell you, when I added up these numbers, it kind of blew my mind because you have to understand that my husband and I are very well-established middle class. Maybe upper middle class, but I would find that like we were a single family income. My husband is a construction worker, which means he had a good, solid union job supporting five people. We were definitely the kind of family that just took the least expensive vacation they could a year. The fact that we could take a vacation puts us in the top 2%, right? But really understand, like no extravagant trips to Europe for the Lada family before I started making money. My husband made a good income. It paid for five people to live a life where we had everything we needed and quite a bit of stuff that we even wanted if it was the most important thing to us. So when I added up these numbers, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> because what I want to share with you was I probably had invested about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 in certifications and business coaches and online classes and trainings in those first four years that I talked about. And I had made about $16,000. And it wasn't until I invested in my brain, that coach that said to me, self-worth, self-belief, that I invested in confidence and belief and self-worth, that I actually started making consistently more money. And remember what consistent was. Consistent included a lot of valleys, right? So that was the year that I made 100K. And in that 15-month period, that, that track to 100K that I just talked about, I invested a good twenty dollars to $25,000 just in my brain just in my brain. No additional business courses, no additional business training, no additional certifications, just solidly that much money just into my brain. And actually, I technically invested another $25,000 right before I hit 100K, which was investing in my next year of mindset coaching. Technically... I invested like $40,000 to $45,000 the year I made hundred dollars but hundred dollars was already going to happen. I already knew it was coming when I made that last $25,000 investment. I actually probably see that investment more towards my path to two hundred dollars which came the following year. So I think it's really important to understand when you're thinking about your path to hundred dollars what your most important asset is. And your most important asset is not your website. It's not your office or your certifications or your trainings. It's not your business acumen. It's your brain. Number one investment you can ever make in your business is your brain because everything in your coaching business is going to come from that place. Anything worth value, anything that's truly valuable and magnificent is coming from inside your brain. Mindset coaching is the number one investment you can make. What rules are you following that you don't have to? What judgment are you tempting to avoid? What would you really say if there were no rules and there was no judgment? How are you going to build integrity with yourself? How are you going to really stand in your belief that you are powerful beyond measure? That's the best investment to make. So another great question I got was about what commitments I made myself on my path to 100K. Mostly that I wasn't going to give up until I made it happen. Like that was 100%. I was so committed that I was not giving up, even though it had already taken me four years before I was really moving forward on that path, even though I'd already invested that amount of money. Even when I had those dips where no clients were coming, I wasn't going to give up. That's a Jay-Z quote, right? Jay-Z has a quote that says, the genius thing we did was we didn't give up. 100%. That's what confidence really is. Still believing that the 100K is coming, even if you're six months in and you haven't signed a client yet. So many of my clients will tell me, but I can't possibly believe because I haven't done it yet. And I'm like, who the fuck cares that you haven't done it yet? How committed are you to not give up on yourself and to keep doing those steps over and over again until you figure it out? And I knew when I was putting that much money on the line to invest in my brain that I was not going to give up until I made it happen which required me to up-level my self-concept so much and to have so much of that having my own back and really exercising that muscle of not trash-talking myself when I would go months with no consults or no clients that year, which of course is the other commitment that I made, which was I'm going to have my own back every step of the way. Even when it was really, really hard because everything in my past said that I should be trash talking myself, that this was never going to work out, and how can I make such a dumb, stupid mistake, right? I really want to offer you that really expanding your ability to feel the full human range of emotion will make you one of the most powerful business owners ever. People who say that emotions and feelings don't belong in business are full of shit. Business is emotions and feelings. Business is connection. It's connecting one human to another, telling them that you understand and that you can help them. I mean, if that's not emotion and feeling, I don't know what is. So the more you broaden your range of human emotion and allow all of it to be there, the faster you're going to get to 100K. So another question that I got were, what were the beliefs that got me to 100K? So I can remember two big beliefs. So I want to offer that I probably had some smaller ones that addressed specific doubt that came up along the way, but I don't necessarily remember what all of those smaller beliefs were but I do remember these two. And the first one I've kind of already mentioned already, which is every step I take, I learn a little bit more and I get a little bit better. And this is part of that keep going. This is that part of having your back, right? This is what allowed me to keep trying things over and over and over again and not making it mean that anything was wrong, even when I didn't get the result that I wanted the first time or the fifth time, or sometimes even the 20th or the 30th time. Every single time I do something, I learn a little bit more, and I get a little bit better. And the other belief that I relied heavily on was, I am the perfect coach for my ideal client. And what this essentially means is that no matter what kind of coach you are, your experience, your style, there's always a pool of potential clients for you. Do not forget, there are seven and a half billion people on this planet, and you need like 20. (laughs) You think that there are 20 people in seven and a half billion? Of course you can. Of course you can reach out to them. Of course you can find them. Again, this is rooted in owning that powerful beyond measure that is you. Rooted in that really unboxing your God rod and stop watering down who you are to try to appeal to the masses and understand that there's at least a million people, at least, who would love to soak up your magnificence right now. You're the perfect coach for your ideal client. A pretty simple question that was asked of me was how big my network was. And I can't remember exactly what it was at the time back in 2018, but I'm pretty sure it was just a couple thousand because even now in 2021, I probably have less than 5,000 people overall. I got 1,000 people downloading this podcast every week, about 3,000 followers on Instagram, between three and four on Facebook, between three and four on my email list. And yet I'm a $400,000 coach right now. You can have a ton of followers and not a dime in the bank because what's most important is being the person that your person is very much attracted to and being willing to feel and emote and think about what their struggles are and talk to them about what you know about that and constantly telling them that you can help them and engaging with them. If you want 20 clients, you really only need about 20 engaged, active people. And I guarantee you that there are 10 times more people following you and reading what you're saying than you are even aware of. There are people paying attention that are not yet on your radar. And the more you shine that God rod, the more brilliant you are, the more you repel people so you attract your people, the more they're going to start showing up. Okay. And then lastly, I got a ton of questions around what kind of mind drama I had to work through. Well, guess what? All the same mind drama you are facing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) do these sound familiar? I haven't done it yet, but it makes me think it's going to happen now. I don't have all the systems in place that I really think I should have going to be a lot of work. I'm going to have to sacrifice family. This is going to take a lot of time. This isn't what a good mom would do. People who have a lot of money and who make a lot of money are probably bad people. They've had to get it through nefarious means. And even if I had that much money, I've never had that much before and I don't know how to handle that much money. I'm not professional enough. I'm not business-like enough. I'm not the kind of person that is successful. I'm probably going to have to work a lot and hustle and wear myself down. And I don't really want to do that. And I don't know if people really want what I have to offer anyway. And you want to know what? Nothing I really do ever seems to work at all. I mean, who cares that I made all that money last month? I haven't made any money this month. So we're probably just going to be done and over with right now. And I'm not really sure if what I do really matters because if it matters, then people would show up. So I guess that means it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's like literally just off the top of my head. (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit of that mind drama is what I had to work through. And this is why I needed to work on my self-confidence, right? How much of that was rules? How much of that was judgment I was afraid of facing? How much of that was just a pure lack of belief in myself? How much of that was basing what I could do in the future based on what I've done in the past? So much not believing that I could do what I had never done before, so much not being okay with me no matter what. This is why I needed to work on my self-confidence, and that's why you need to work on your self-confidence. Because we all have very similar mind drama. And if you actively listen to Confident Coach's podcast, or if somebody turned you on to this this week for the very first time, we all have such similar mind drama. Like, The people who have no interest in the podcast, they've got different mind drama and it's not this, but if you're here, just know that most of us are all thinking different variations of the same exact thing. My path to 100K was lined with all of it. And what I love most about competent coaches is that the basics of creating self-confidence that you are going to learn in CCM, you're going to use on whatever path you're on you're going to use them on your path to 100K. I did. And now I'm using them, though in a slightly different form, on my path to a million. It is different work. Like I'm not working so much on rules and judgment, but the basics are all still there. And you'll need them wherever you go in the future as well. It's the same work that you need to do at every level of your business, and you're only going to find it in Competent Coaches Mastermind. All right, my friend. So I'm sure that some of you will have a lot more questions. So here's my invite to you. It's a two-parter invite. If you've been listening to this and you're soaking it up and you're taking it all in and you know this is your work to do, you know you've been wandering around the path to 100K and you're ready to move it in a forward motion, I invite you to go to amylatta.com forward slash mastermind. Because we're still enrolling in the July class as I create this Path to 100K curriculum. I'm gonna be finishing up this week. The people who are already in it have been getting bonus calls. It is not too late because we're gonna launch Path to 100K next week. You're gonna fill out the application. And if you know, you're already 100% all in and you fill out that application, then I give you a way to fast track that application or you can choose to schedule a consult call with me and get those extra questions asked if you wanna talk to me one-on-one. I'm so excited to meet you. And honestly, for the thousands of you that download this show every single week, I love every single one of you. I believe that your path to 100K is literally just stepping onto this confidence path and it is as good as done. And it's all possible for you because confidence really is the inevitability of whatever you want to create, right? So it's in you. The desire to create it is in you. Therefore, the capability to create it is in you also. So if you're listening to this, it's really just a matter of you deciding why you would want to put it off or not. And know that I love hearing from you on social media. So share this episode with people. Share your takeaway that you needed to hear. Make sure you tag me so that I see it and I can give you a shout out. Let me know what questions you have that I didn't cover that you wanna know more about. And even if you're terrified of facing the rules and facing that judgment you've been trying to dance around this entire time, but you know that the path to 100K is inevitable for you, fill out that application. Let's talk. All right, coach? All right. Until next week, until next week, let's go fuck some shit up. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.